This is the Comstock Report Podcast. We are strong advocates for the American family farm and your top source for the agriculture markets. And now, here's your host, David Cruz. This is David Cruz with the Comstock Report. We have been advising farmers to cover fertilizer as needed as long as the trend has been down. We showed in our weekly retail fertilizer trend update that we think the downtrend is ending and advise covering spring and summer needs now. We also advise hedging the remaining needs for natural gas this summer. We think natural gas is put in a bottom. On the grains, the markets started off on the defensive from really lousy weekly export sales at a piddling 312,000 metric ton that didn't even approach the low end of expectations. Ditto for soybeans at only 100,000 tons. The slug of cheap Brazilian beans, over 86% harvested, has depressed their prices to $1.80 a bushel cheaper than U.S. beans. The Argentine crop disaster doesn't seem to matter for now, but will later because they'll be hanging out the sold-out sign earlier than normal and set U.S. sales up for a strong finish this summer. Ironically, we put in the only respectable showing with weekly export sales of 259,000 metric ton. The news that packed the biggest wallop were the new three-month forecasts from NOAA's climate prediction cycle that extend through July. They predict normal to above normal temps over the entire country. Further, the entire eastern Corn Belt, Mid-South, Delta, and Southeast are expecting above to considerably above normal precipitation to go along with the warmer temps for very favorable yield prospects. The trade read this forecast as promising at least trend line, if not above trend line yield potential for corn and soybeans. There are a few problem areas hinted, the central and southern plains and the Pacific Northwest. The central and southern plains are expected to be warmer than normal and only equal chances of above or below normal precipitation. The Pacific Northwest is expected to be both warmer and drier than normal through July. They've got huge snowpack melting for irrigation supplies. The dry land fields will likely go thirsty. The April Rural Main Street Banking Index is out. It's a monthly poll of rural ag bankers across the 10 state area to gauge views on their local ag outlook. It's mostly steady as she goes, with only 8% reporting improving conditions and 84% reporting no change to slightly negative growth. The reading on farmland price trends was still positive for the 31st straight month. There are often random questions asked, and the April survey asked these small-town ag bankers their view on the Fed's handling of the failures of the Silicon Valley Bank and Signature Bank. Their observations included that over three-fourths of them opposed what they called the Biden-Yellen Fed bailout. Two-thirds of bank CEOs oppose all bank bailouts, while almost 30% support bailouts that truly pose systemic risk. 64% reported depositors moving money around to keep accounts under the 250000 FDIC guaranteed limit. What a difference a year makes. Last year at this time, the lowest water levels on the Mississippi since 1988 were limiting barge flows and depressing river basis. Today, melting snow is expected to push water levels on the upper portion of the Mississippi River to a crest over 14 feet in Minnesota. And the higher water levels in other areas of the river may cause closures, says USDA in their latest grain transportation report. This is another example of the quick switch to from one extreme to another. Back to the grains. Much of the focus next week will be on how futures positions are adjusted before first notice day on Friday. 
First notice day is the first session that deliveries can be put out against the expiring nearby futures contract. Delivery period is for commercial hedgers to determine if it's economical for them to take or make delivery, which depends most on where the nearby futures price is relative to the cash market. Delivery decisions also depend on how the nearby futures spreads impact the costs associated with grain storage the price of rolling hedges forward. Some commercial hedgers may be left speculating on whether the spreads will move in their favor during the delivery period so as to allow a better opportunity to roll their positions. Heightened risks are associated with carrying spot futures into delivery because the futures and basis can change dramatically even in the short period until expiration. Expiring grain futures actually have no daily price limits starting on the session before the first notice day. As much as the grains are in a weather market at the moment, there's also still a significant amount of focus on the old crop and how demand is firm while stocks are tight. You've been listening to the Comstock Report. For more information on marketing opportunities, contact us at Comstock.com or call 712-227-1110. For a more complete version of the Comstock Report with hedging strategies and trade recommendations, subscribe on our website at Comstock.com or reach out to one of our risk management specialists about how we can help you protect your profits. Futures trading involves risk. The risk of loss in trading futures and or options is substantial, and each investor and or trader must consider whether this is a suitable investment. Past performance is not indicative of future results.